0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Observe and Report. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Jason Simmons, and across from me virtually this time, Jack Smith.
1: Hello. I feel like your voice is in a real, like, cool radio guy voice right now. <laughs> it's like, hit that sweet spot. You've been talking all day, and you're just like, yeah, talking I'm all into day. it. I'm He's
0: super tired. I uh, got about... Four hours of sleep, but I'm bringing you no. the energy.
1: Oh, <laughs> all right? bud! All right, I will try my best to lift us both.
0: <laughs> but this is observing the port. This is the show where we talk about the things that we've seen and tell you how we feel about them. And it's been a minute since we've seen each other, and we got a lot of things that we've seen. I'm sure a, little, a few of the same things, and we're going to talk to each other about them. All right, we're going to sort this out. We can get it Go all it, on the record and get it all leveled out. Okay. <laughs> all right once and for all finally
2: <laughs> uh
1: you start man what you got
0: oh god um <laughs> 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 you know what i want to talk about a movie that premiered on netflix not too long ago um part of their whole big year of releases so you know mm-hmm. like to make a promo video to say please keep subscribing to our service <laughs> um i watched uh outside the wire um starring anthony mackie um and oh yeah from snowfall i believe his name is uh uh, diamond idris okay um it is a generic action movie that is really fun and has a very surprising twist that i didn't see
1: okay you know what i was like it was kind of on the back burner for me um because I figured it was kind of a generic thing, even though I like Anthony Mackie. Um, But now that I know there's a little twist, I'll check it out.
0: And I'm sorry, I I messed up his name. It's Damson Idris. Okay. Damson Idris, uh, who is on Snowfall on uh, FX. Um, And yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's your generic uh, action movie where Anthony Mackie's a sexy robot. Uh um, yeah. He's got his shirt off a whole bunch. All right. <gasps>
1: Jason, you buried the lead. You should have started with that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> his mustache is going into overtime on this one. Um
1: <laughs> He's one of those people who I don't even notice if he has one. But if he were to shave it, I'd be like, excuse me?
0: If I had an Anthony Mackie in the street without a mustache, I wouldn't know it's Anthony Mackie. I was like, who's this buff, handsome man? How interesting. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) could you get out of my way? Handsome man, I have to get to these oranges (laughs) over here. Like, um, no, it's, uh, yeah, the the basic premise of the movie um, is, of course, America is at war in the Ukraine uh, with Russia as a classic bad guy. Of course. Um, a drone pilot uh, does something he's not supposed to do. He winds up uh, killing two American soldiers. And as punishment oh no. slash retribution slash a learning exercise, he has to go uh, to the Ukraine to team up with Anthony Mackey. But Anthony mackey has got a secret. He's Uh-oh. a cyborg. Um, I love it. And yeah, through this process, maybe the human who thinks like a robot becomes a little bit more human. And maybe the robot becomes a little bit more human, you know? Maybe we all become a little bit more human at the end of this. Uh, <laughs> a lot of human beings being made in this movie. Um, okay. No, it's a it's 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 surprisingly solid. I I really thought the same thing as you. Like this is gonna be a generic ass action movie. Yeah. Like I don't really care. But then like you know about thirty five minutes to forty minutes, and it's like oh we're doing some cool stuff. Um, oh okay. I would say you this. You don't even is, have to
1: wait till the end. I like eh, it. No, no,
0: it's not. A, it's not an end twist. It's definitely like mm. halfway point twist. Um, oh shit! I would say of the uh, Avengers making action movies post, uh, you know, mm. Avengers Endgame, mm. This beats the crap out of that Chris Hemsworth one. <laughs> um, so yeah.
1: does everything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Breakdown. I believe it was the name of it, or. Uh, yeah, the one that, that extraction. Yeah, the one that came yeah. directly to Netflix.
1: Where he, uh, beats up children.
0: <laughs> yep, yeah, beats up children in the street. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, anthony mackie's not beating up children at all on this one. He's beating up robots.
1: Already, already a win.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's worth it. It's what's called, it called uh, outside the wire. Okay. Worth a watch. Um, surprising and satisfying twist, and uh, yeah, I mean, if you're at home looking for an action movie. I think this this gets the job done.
1: Perfect. That's usually what I'm doing on a Friday or Saturday night mm-hmm. these days. So, perfect. I love it. Um,
0: what you got?
1: So, I watched um, a movie called Memories of Murder.
0: Yes, as recommended to uh, you by me.
1: Yes! Oh, right. My memory is so bad, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> but your Memories of Murder
0: are perfect.
1: <laughs> um... It was very interesting. There are so many tones in this Mm. film because it's like you got like almost a Three Stooges level, like odd couple guys who are just like not getting along. Mm -hmm. But they also, like, these cops torture suspects. They're doing things
0: that are, yeah, against the law for sure. (laughs)
1: Yeah. And then, um, they're intensely dark murders, and then the thing that struck me the most was um, so it's about oh god can I remember what it's about now? Uh, these uh, this it's Kang Ho Sung and Kim Sang Kyung, mm-hmm. um, and it's a rural kind of area in Korea. And these uh, women, please correct me if I mess anything up, uh, women are getting murdered. And um, so uh, a cop from the big city comes in to try to help. Um, And he's very uh, thoughtful and he can think critically (laughs) (laughs) and is
0: generally good at his job. No, that's an important distinction to make. I agree. Yeah, Uh,
1: The other cop is just he, he just he wants to do a good job. He, but he goes about it all the wrong way. It's it's almost as if it's more serious than this. But if like Michael Scott was a cop, and you're just like, no, guy, I know you want the respect slash adulation of your peers, but like you're so wrong.
0: <laughs> That's fair. These are like kind of bumpkins who are like yes out of their league a little bit. They're well meaning, totally. but right. like you're. You're They're trying to stay afloat in like a yeah. very turbulent sea.
1: Yeah, um, and so uh, it's very like gritty looking, and the acting is great. Um, and there is this horror element that um, the oh, and there's also oh, I don't know that I wrote down her name. There's a uh, there's like one woman in it, and she's fantastic, and she's one of the best. Two cops there, but she gets like no respect from anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, this poor girl. Um, cause she like really figures stuff out, but these men are just idiots. And so, um, but that moment when uh it's it's super dark out, but up ahead there's the big like power plant.
2: Mm, yes, and
1: this woman is walking by herself, and like, you know what's gonna happen to this woman. <laughs> And so there's a big field behind her, and like there's this whistling and it's so creepy and then just real very subtly, way in the background, you see a figure's head pop up very slowly and then she, and then it goes back down and it was just like it was so simple, but it was so incredibly bone-chilling. and I was like, this movie's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Um and it's just um it's predictable, but it's not and it doesn't end how you might expect. Mm. Um and so and just all the performances are good. It's very interesting. Um I enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, Bong joon Ho, like one of his earlier yeah. movies. Um and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said like uh it has like a lot of tones and like a lot of emotions to it. Like So many emotions. Like one minute like you were scared out of your pants but like the next moment like you might be laughing at like something stupid that yeah. like, one of the cops said. <laughs> yeah. um but at the same time you're still like you know in a murder mystery movie mm-hmm. like the entire time and you you still feel that tone overall like it's yeah it's good at balancing a lot of things um all at once
1: and a lot of times when you watch stuff and the tone is kind of all over the place it feels it can take you out of it and it feels disjointed mm-hmm. but it it kind of flowed better in this and for whatever reason it worked.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, So it feels like maybe they're trying to balance out uh, the darkness with some like lighter silliness. Um, And that's just kind of how, uh, you know, life is. It's not all just sad murder stuff. (laughs) So like, you know, those guys are going to go through different emotions. Um, But yeah, I would recommend it also. It was great
0: okay all right good recommendation jason i'm 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 very happy that you watch it i feel like um you know people always talk about that director in his movies like you know they f- they fail to mention this one mm. which was like it's really good but i feel like no one really knows about it um but yeah i'm very happy you liked it um as far as things that i watch so i learned something about myself uh oh no in watching this oh no um, I, I rewatched something that i had seen uh, as a small child a series i'd seen as a small child oh no um okay. and i realized as, as a kid i enjoyed two things uh aliens and diplomacy um <laughs> and- <laughs> Okay. Apparently great. I was really deep into people talking out their problems in space. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Put that blaster down. Let's talk it out. Okay. What can I give you and what do you need from me? <laughs> like I watched uh I started watching Babylon 5 again. Um oh, it is okay a five season series i'm i'm halfway through season one right now um written almost entirely by one person uh wow. the writer j michael straczynski was also the show the showrunner um but five seasons roughly like 15 to 20 episodes a season oh like boy. it's a lot of content written by one human being mm. and it's impressive because it was kind of all written from start to finish like this is the, he came into like a, a, An executive's office said, "This is the show. Like, oh, the script, like for the pilot? No, this is (laughs) the show, start to finish.
1: (laughs) Just like wheelbarrows in, like, fifteen
0: binders. (laughs) Okay, and like he he was very elaborate, intricately written. Like everyone, like who is a fan of the show or like a fan of that writer, always always said, like, he's thorough. (laughs) You gotta (laughs) give him that. Like he." Wrote in all these back doors for these characters, like, hey, wow. if someone leaves or dies, I have a way out of like for this character. Oh, geez. And okay. he encountered that in the first season, where like a uh, uh, an actor was suffering from like you know schizophrenia and like oh, no. had to handle that like in private. He didn't oh, even guy. say that's why that character had left, like you know, at first, like until like yeah. after his death, like twenty years later. Um, but he was like, yeah, he was dealing with like you know some some serious issues, and mm. I had a backdoor written for the character, and it's like part hugely part of the lore. But anyway, the plot of this Interesting. show.
1: Interesting, yeah. Uh,
0: it is a space station um, okay. in space, ran by Earth. It is where several cultures uh, get together and hash out their issues. You know, we're talking mm. about trades. We're talking about oh, like you boy. know prophecies. All right, we're talking <laughs> about you know ancient wars. We're talking about oh. you know some crazy. Uh, godlike psychics happening here. A lot of stuff that I'm just like, mm, delicious, yes, mm. what's, what's this? Oh, I'll have some of that. I am Jordan Peele in, in the Continental Breakfast Sketch on Key and Peele. I'm loving everything <laughs> that is happening here. Um, um
1: what year is supposed to be taking place in?
0: Takes Do place the in time? the year 2258, and the okay. name of the place is Babylon 5. That's gotcha. how they open every goddamn episode. Okay. um. <laughs> But um, no, it, it's it, in 1993, two shows premiered at the same goddamn time. Babylon 5 and Star Trek Deep Space Nine, which I've also been watching. Um, and they <laughs> but don't, the, tell <laughs> don't tell Babylon 5. Don't tell Babylon 5. They deal with the same goddamn things. Like, there's so many similarities. It's weird. Like, mm. total parallel thought just that premiered at the same time. Like, it's a space station. There are people with problems. We're trying to get through them. Please don't shoot each other. Um, what year did the actual show come out? 1993. Okay. I started watching in like 1996. I was a, a, a chubby nerd boy. Like, oh my God, I have to get home in time to watch Lois and Clark and Babylon 5. Gotta get this homework done. I need to watch Lois and Clark and Babylon 5.
1: Uh, Lois and Clark was on Sundays, right?
0: It was like on Sundays, s- but I watched on syndication on TNT. Venue uh, drama oh. even then. <laughs> so. <laughs> I had to uh, had to get into that.
1: I remember every Sunday we would visit my grandma, and I'd be like, "We gotta get home in time for Lewis and Clark." <laughs> and my dad would be like, "Relax." And I'd be like, "But this is not this is my priority. Not my family." <laughs> and like I like there were spats, there were tears. <laughs> like I needed to see Dean Cain and Terry Hatcher. Live their lives.
0: I feel like your parents are still a little upset at Lois and Clark. Oh God, it's still she's still talking about Lois and Clark. <laughs>
1: Listen, Dean came was so handsome. I was so there for it, even though I was very young. Uh so I feel you on that one. And I remember hearing about Babylon 5, but I never when I was little, but I never
0: It's like super it. obscure at this point, I feel. It's on HBO Max, when I saw I was like, Oh really? It's here. <laughs> all, all, all of it. All of it's here. Oh, 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 I need to check to see if any of my other dreams are coming true. Yeah. <laughs> While it's still empty and <laughs> didn't, didn't hit the lottery just yet. But hey, you know, one thing at a time, Babylon 5, then the world. OK, um, is
1: there anyone we would recognize in it?
0: Hell no. Uh, <laughs> no is it Canadian? Um, no, it was an American okay. production, but no one became a star off of this show. Uh, um, like you, but the thing is though, they did get very good character actors, like solid, good actors who nice. were very good at playing big, playing sensitive, and just be people who were very versatile and that really helped to sell the belie- the believability of like 1993, um level special effects and yep. makeup um, okay. they had a budget, and that's all also they had a budget, you know, it wasn't the biggest <laughs> budget they had a budget at a TV production budget for 20 episodes a season. all Fair. right. They did what Totes. they could with what they had. Okay. Um, but yeah, nice. it's, it's on HBO uh, Max, for those that mm-hmm. are inclined. Um, and it's just me. They, again, they did one thing for one person. It's so nice of them. I'm just very uh very I surprised.
1: mean, I feel like they owed you. <laughs> They're so dedicated. So, about time, you know?
2: Yeah, thank That's you. Very thank nice. you so much. <laughs> much. I'll wait um. tonight.
1: <laughs> Speaking of diplomacy, I rewatched the movie, The American President, because that is now on Netflix or HBO or whatever. Interesting. Um, Okay. Because this came out when I was a kid. I think also maybe like around 1996 or something when we were kids. And I remember even as a young girl being like, I love this movie. I'm here for this romance. (laughs) I enjoy this government situation i really liked this movie when i was a kid and guess what jason I enjoyed it watching it this time around um because i didn't realize at the time because i didn't know who he was it was written by aaron sorkin a couple absolutely years before be, right? yeah a couple years before the west wing mm-hmm. and it is absolutely mini west wing <laughs> it is great um west wing in
0: 90 minutes
1: yeah it's michael douglas and martin sheen Makes sense? Well, yeah. Um, Annette Bening, Michael J. Fox, Richard Dreyfuss. Um,
0: this is West Wing with movie actors. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's West Wing, like, hardcore. Um, it was just so... So, uh, Michael Douglas plays the president of the U.S. Um, Martin Sheen is right, is his right-hand man. And Annette Bening uh, is a... Um, a lobbyist for like a um what's the word i'm looking for like an environmental group mm-hmm.
2: um
1: and this time because i'm older i could actually follow the plot as opposed to just sitting there as a nine-year-old being like this is great <laughs> and not knowing what the hell is going on people um, in
0: suits talking yep.
2: <laughs>
1: people looking good talking fast walking fast mm-hmm. great um and uh, Michael Douglas's president is a widower and with a daughter, and uh, they fall in love.
0: You see, I kept confusing this as a kid, and even now with the movie Dave, which is about a dude that looks like the president that like <laughs> has to replace the president for like a few weeks or something like that, and he also like falls in love with like Sigourney Weaver. Like, oh my god. They looked very similar. I hasn't. I don't know if it was a volcano uh, Dante speak situation. Oh yes, classic. I always conflate these two movies in my head as the same movie.
1: I'm gonna have to look at it. Like, how do I just look up Dave?
0: <laughs> that uh, does not track well on SEO at Dave all.
1: Movie. Oh, it came out like in 1993. Oh, okay, with Kevin Klein. Yeah. Interesting. Um,
0: I heard a fun okay. uh, trivia bit about Kevin Klein the other day. They call him Kevin Decline because he does not take <laughs> a lot of roles.
1: <laughs> he's been offered
0: a lot of things in his career, and he's like, no, why? I don't want to. <laughs> I mean, fair enough.
1: <laughs> I get it. If you have the cash, why not? <laughs> um, uh, so if you like the West Wing, uh, you'll absolutely love this film. He gives a moving speech at the end that absolutely mm. made me tear up. <laughs> and I was just like, "America, <laughs> this is what it would be like if you could have pride in your country." Oh, this is mm. amazing. Um, so yeah, it was it was super fun. Well,
0: that's I'm I I'm glad to hear it. And I forget that like you know Aaron Sorkin had had like you know things that were big before The West Wing um and that's one that i think is worth checking out
1: i have to make a confession jason what's that i found michael douglas attractive in this film how dare you
0: he has always looked like a human uh uh rooster to me (laughs) (laughs) or rather a human a human turkey i'm sorry to roosters no how dare you you go back to rooster Turkey's just disrespectful he's, he's very avian in his appearance
1: it's his schnoz okay listen he looks the ta- the suits are very well tailored he looks his posture is impeccable he looks good and i think it's less the character but more just like or less him but more like the character like it's very confident and like he always says the right thing and he's funny and charming I'm just like ugh
0: I love him moms dig him super hard and I guess I get it (laughs) I can see it he looks nice in a suit and he always has a good head of hair
1: well at least in this movie yes
0: (laughs) um what else have I seen worth talking about um Well, you want to get into it? WandaVision? Have you seen WandaVision?
1: Oh, I'm not all caught up. I've seen the first three episodes.
0: Okay, okay, okay. I can talk about the first three episodes within reason. Um, Yeah, (laughs) I I am enjoying it so far. Um, I think this is the first time in like 11 or 12 years that Marvel has just sat down with the audience and said like, right, look, just go with it, okay? It's going to be weird at first, but just... Pay attention, and you might enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the first time they've asked the audience for that. They've asked the audience for anything other than their money and undying attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I- I'm liking it. I like the uh, the homage to, like, you know, 50s, 60s, 70s television. Mm-hmm. Um, and Paul Bettany is goddamn charming. Like, you're a charming ass, man. You're so funny. Like, he steals every scene he's in by just being so damn vibrant like i don't know i'm just i'm really enjoying him in this uh series
1: um i see i could not care less about the homage to the old shows mm-hmm. it doesn't interest me
0: i and i totally get that i feel that is a great swath of the viewers are just like yeah. all right but like why are we here
1: yeah i will i'm willing to sit through it because it's done well at mm-hmm. least um i mean not that i i used to watch Nick at Night a lot when I was a kid. So I watched a lot of like I love Lucy and like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but when they do just kind of drop in here and there, like little things um, that give you a taster of what may be going on, like that guy, I think in the first episode who first or second, who's coming out of like the the sewer mm-hmm. So creepy, Jason. I am here for those moments mm-hmm. and I will just sit through the rest.
0: <laughs> and I mean, it's doing a good job of like giving you some of those moments in every episode. Yes. Yes. Um, and because they, they know they need that. And like, they know that you as an audience member needs that. Mm. Um, but I think you're going to really enjoy the fourth episode. Okay. Um, as. Yeah. It gives you a bit more of what you're asking for, what the audience is asking for. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? Mm-mm-mm. Um, And it gives you a bit more of that information. Um, Yeah, it's, it's, I, I, what I like as well about the show is that, you know, because they're in like the sitcom format, they're getting Mm -hmm. like sitcom people in it who are like, who understand how that works. Like, you know. Oh yeah.
1: The cast is great.
0: Yeah. Like your, your Deborah Jo Rupps and your, your Catherine Hans. It's like, Oh yeah, you guys are are good at this. (laughs) You guys Mm -hmm. are good at like, you know, the, the stagey acting of like that time uh, and really like, you know, making it funny and like making me wonder like why are we here and i feel like i'm not like giving a shout out to elizabeth olsen she's really good in this.
1: yeah i think you're charmed by paul bettany i'm more charmed by her because mm-hmm. I, I i didn't dislike her before but i didn't have much of an opinion
2: mm-hmm.
1: but um i think she's really great in it and she's so darn pretty and at one point, they have her for, like, that magic show thing that they're doing. Mm-hmm. I was just, they have her in a very sk- skimpy outfit. Because she's supposed to be a um, magician's assistant. And I was just like, look how long her legs are.
0: <laughs> what? I did walk away from this feeling like, you know, you're really damn cute. And I don't think I saw that before. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, she is. Like, yeah. Um,
1: but, yeah, I'm enjoying it, too. And I'm uh, excited to kind of see where it goes.
0: Yeah, it's it's the first thing from marvel that we've gotten in like geez two years almost um since like uh, that last spider-man movie and yeah i i am i'm enjoying watching it it's nice to like have like you know a big event thing Mm -hmm. um from marvel again um and yeah i want to see how this because you know it's all one big long tv show is how is what it feels like to me and i just want to see how this adds to the next thing and like you know what the next thing's going to be after that so I'm enjoying it.
1: Nice. Yeah. Um, so I watched half of a movie. <laughs> um, I rewatched that movie, Julie and Julia.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. With Amy Adams mm-hmm. and Meryl Streep. And I remember <laughs> like really despising Amy Adams character, not because of anything she's done, she's just an incredibly annoying character. Who's <laughs> always just whining and bitching, and I'm just like, oh. So I literally fast forwarded through her anytime she was on the screen. I would <laughs> just fast forward and just watch Meryl, <laughs> and it was the best movie. <laughs> I want, I need someone to just do a supercut of just Meryl stuff, and it'd be perfect, um, because she is so. Freaking charming as Julia Child, it's crazy. Her and Stanley Tucci have such—they're—they're um, they're so great together, and you forget that you're not watching Julia Child. Like you, I had to remind myself that that's not the real her because I was like, Julia Child is amazing. <laughs> like this is just a portrayal of her. This is not her. Um, but. Um, she's just so magical and you want to be friends with her so badly mm. to be friends with both of them as a couple. Cause they're really funny and lighthearted, but also um, like really ambitious and smart. Um, and Jane Lynch plays her sister when, and I was just like, look at these two tall blonde ladies.
0: <laughs> that look feels- at all those
1: legs. That's
0: good casting right there. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, and it was just really, it was just a super fun movie.
0: What made you want to rewatch it?
1: I have no idea. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I remember, I think I just, again, I'm looking for something comforting which is probably why I'm watching the American (laughs) president. Um, (laughs) And I just needed Meryl Streep to uh, comfort me. And I was like, I'm not going to sit through these terrible uh, Julie parts. So I just fast forwarded through, made it significantly shorter. And it was, um, it was just so like sweet and just lovely. Yeah. I have no idea what made me watch it but yeah it was great.
0: It's it's a movie I've never seen but really want to think about often and I don't know why. <laughs> I, like I don't really? know why. Like I I I like to cook and like I think of Julia hmm. Child sometimes but then it's like I should watch Julia and Julia and then I never do. But like Jason you should watch it honestly
1: do not watch Amy Adams part. It's a real <laughs> bummer. <laughs> Cuz she's so she, it's based on a book and I think the person really did this in my life she um tries to cook one of julia child's recipes every day
2: Jeez. but then
1: she like gets and she like keeps a blog about it or whatever mm-hmm. um, but she's very like whiny and there's some drama with her boyfriend or whatever the hell
2: mm-hmm. um
1: and you know she'll just be like crying with flour all over on the floor I'm like I can't deal with you right now lady
0: this it's, is not a problem it's weird this feels like a when you describe it as that because that's what it is it feels like a double biopic like it's a movie about it is yeah this woman who actually did this thing but also about Julia Child as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. interesting
1: yeah so I strongly recommend fast forwarding through and just watching Meryl <laughs> Streep
0: like that's boo, lay modern woman yay 1960s lady 70s lady julia child
1: it's kind of it's i think it's because julia child like she came up against a lot of barriers and she yeah just kind of f- like fought her way through them and then you just have this spoiled little blogger <laughs> <laughs> like works on a magazine or whatever Mm -hmm. and i'm just like i don't want to hear you cry into pudding i want to watch this you know i want to watch this lady be charming and amazing in france
0: lady pack up the jello all right (laughs) just get out of the way and let a star shine all right i they really should have just made a movie about julia child and honestly, yeah, that feels like they were freaking
1: spies. Like, come on!
0: Like, I don't know what they needed. Why they felt they needed the vehicle of, you know, this blog to like bring people into it—the blogger aspect of it. But I guess
1: to maybe bring in younger people I or something.
0: It was two thousand nine. They needed. It.
1: I I suppose it might be hard to market like
0: a movie about Julia Child <laughs> to some degree. But I mean, it feels to me she was like a TV icon. She was. Always totally on television. Was.
1: And it's Meryl Streep. So, yeah. like, yeah, of course you're going to get people to go because you just want to see what the, she does. And she is phenomenal.
0: Like, Ugh. when I think of, like, public television and, like, stalwarts of public television, I think of, like, Mr. Rogers,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, you know, Bob Ross and Julia Child. Like, those are that's, like, the yep. holy trinity of, like, you know, nice people who are going to teach you how to do something. <laughs> yep. Yep. So it's it's she could have definitely had like a movie of her own that didn't need to like, you know, add on to it. But, you know,
1: and Stanley Tucci is there and their chemistry is great. It's the opposite of the Devil Wears Prada.
0: (laughs)
2: Um.
0: (laughs) She felt like I got to clean up the image. All right. Meryl's nice. Okay, I want to get that (laughs) message out there. I can't have people thinking I'm, I'm mean. (laughs)
1: <laughs> um plus she's acting in very high shoes I think the whole time. They if you notice they just never show her feet because she's probably wearing like giant <laughs> things cuz she has to be so tall. Um Did you wish
0: I was like 6'1, six 6'2 six or something like that?
1: Yeah, she's she's tall. I think she's like 6'2 or something. Okay. Yeah, she's a tall lady, but I highly recommend it.
0: I you know, I just should just Bite the bullet and watch it, like, and just skip the A.B. part. Because yeah. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. you don't, you really, you don't need them at all mm-hmm. to make sense of Julia Child's story. life story. You know,
0: so. I, I've been fast forwarded through a movie like that since uh, 2012. I'll give it a shot this time and actually enjoy this, romp. <laughs> And right, that's just it's... the year 2012, the movie 2012 was when when I did this.
1: How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> how dare you? That movie that I've watched in full at least two to three times and enjoyed even more each time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <sighs> I you the sort of how I've had to politely watch that movie on an occasion, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> like with, within a week I saw it twice. No. Like, Earlier that week, I watched it at a friend's house, and we fast forwarded through that movie like in twenty minutes, just to look at the disaster scenes and be like, "All right, that was dumb and bad, but like, yeah, I had some fun." And then later that week, I went to a friend's house, and like his dad was like, "I got this awesome new uh, system, got a brand new TV, this great surround sound. We're gonna watch a movie together, guys." I was like, awesome. Twenty twelve. Oh
1: no oh, no, that was the 2012 karma gods coming back around and be like oh you thought you could get away from us you are wrong son and they just came back around Wrap
0: the fucking kid <laughs> we're about to go on a ride and I did I watched all two and a half hours of 2012 yeah, start <laughs> to finish and just politely be like sounds mm-hmm. great I love how it sounds like ooh ooh, I feel it in my chest that 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 uh that explosion. Mm, yes, great, great system.
1: <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Next year for my birthday, you'll be like, guys, come over, we'll you know, watch a movie, <laughs> and then it'll be
2: 2012. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh God, i will have to be polite and sit through it. Um thanks. <laughs> Um, another thing I watched, uh, absolute total whiplash. Um, I watched Passenger Fifty Seven. Uh, I watched it on uh, Martin Luther King Day because you know, gotta support Black things on that day. And I or any day, or any day, or any day. <laughs> or any day. Um, but man, I loved Passenger Fifty Seven. It is such a time capsule. I haven't like,
1: even heard of it.
0: Okay, so for historical context, this is like Wesley Snipes' first. Like big solo role, like oh, wow. he is the lead of this movie. It is like made for him, centered around him.
1: is this in the eighties
0: or nineties It's nineteen ninety two um okay. the basic premise of the story is uh Wesley Snipes is an ex cop that becomes an air marshal um cool. following the death of his wife in like you know a failed uh robbery uh attempt okay um he's kind of like working through like you know the stress of losing his, of losing his wife mm-hmm. um while like you know begrudgingly doing this job for his friend Tom Sizemore I'm uh, so oh, sorry
1: <laughs> when you said you the title you said we have to support black things and it's passenger 57 I thought you were going to be like it's about Rosa Parks oh no <laughs> and then oh. it cut to it's about Wesley Snipes. it's Spikes. an action
0: <laughs> movie about Wesley
1: Snipes. <laughs> and All I was right. like I was really getting excited for this Rosa Parks documentary but, no <laughs>
0: it's about kicking people on planes i'm a little disappointed okay continue It's about having a high top fade and kicking guys in the mouth (laughs) (laughs) i feel like rosa would support that so that's fine absolutely um from this movie's birth the fantastic line always bet on black as uh a guy tries to who assumes that wesley snipes is dead um he and the villain uh, of this movie have such uh sexual tension and chemistry oh interesting <laughs> like, there's so like they're just trading barbs back and forth um like i think this is the first movie role of like elizabeth hurley um she oh. appears in this as uh, a young lady um okay and the basic premise is leslie Snipes is, is an air marshal in a plane that's taken over by terrorists okay. um he is just trying to foil them it's die hard on a plane basically this is what the movie is gotcha. <laughs> um i like it european terrorists take over plane wesley Snipes has to stop them
1: it's uh wait what movie did you just say Die, Die Hard. Hard's it's diehard slash air force one
0: <laughs> yeah yes yes I like um it yeah it's 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 fine like it's it's not greatly written it's not like you know so amazing oh my god this is like needs to be lauded up there but I think it's like you know a, a high watermark for like a black lead in an action movie in the 1990s like to me like Wesley Snipes is like up there with like those action stars of that time totally um I bet and, he looked good too and he looked good doing it like yeah and this is like his first like you know shot at that um and yeah, I just, i like it a bunch. It has some funny dialogue. Um, there are some solid action scenes um, and Wesley signs wearing a dusty leather jacket the entire time Ooh. It's and some very light acid wash jeans. It's very oh, much no. of its time. <laughs> um, yeah, it's on Netflix. Um, Netflix, okay. Right that's now. gonna be my question.
1: Nice, that's hilarious. Um, i watched on uh, disney plus i watched soul oh okay Can You watch it
0: um i've seen most of it uh, i was watching on christmas but i got distracted with life things Sir. Sure.
1: um per usual pixar movie it looks amazing
2: mm-hmm.
1: um and i um part of it takes place in new york and then part of it takes place in um oh i don't i forgot how they describe it um it's not it's kind of like it was very well done in that they don't want to um suppose any type of God or afterlife or anything, mm. then you're getting into a tricky area and they're trying to appease the masses. Right. So it's kind of like pre-life if you will. and um, it kind of reminds me of inside out where you know people have these various personality traits and it's very funny. Um, but the um, plot of the film is Jamie Fox. Um, plays this music teacher who has always dreamt of uh, being a famous uh, jazz pianist. Um, but he um, basically dies. <laughs> There's always a, sh- a real solid string of darkness. Uh, in these films Mm -hmm. that you just kind of glide right over. So you just glide right over that one. Um, (laughs) And it's he doesn't... But he doesn't want to be dead. And so he ends up kind of in this pre-life world. um, And he has to help a kind of new soul, played by Tina Fey, who does a great job. Um, And I don't want to say too much, but it's really... Creative and interesting and visually stunning. Um, And obviously, the music is awesome. And as someone who doesn't usually pay attention to it, the fact that I paid attention to it really bodes well for it. Mm. Um, And yeah, it was great. And I was surprised because I didn't know that Richard Ayawade is the voice in it. And I was thrilled to hear his nasally little tones.
0: Yes, he was. was.
1: Yeah.
0: So I I really enjoyed it. I, I also enjoyed it. The music and it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really enjoyed the playing in it. Um, I believe the uh, the band leader for uh, Stephen Colbert uh, Ugh, did yes John John Baptiste John Baptiste yes he did all yeah. the uh, the piano music uh, mm-hmm. piano music he did all the piano for the, the movie. <laughs> um, he. Um, you know i was mentioning like you know just the process of like you know composing for the movie and all that stuff um what, what i do find interesting though is like in the promotion of the movie there wasn't much mentioned that like you know jamie foxx and tina fey are like you know the two lead voices in yeah
1: it. i was surprised by that too i literally i knew it was jamie foxx which is helpful because then i get to uh picture him in my mind as i was <laughs>
2: um
1: but i was like by the end of it i was like i know that female voice like why can't i like put a finger on it and then i was like oh jesus it's tina faye
0: <laughs> um
1: yeah i don't know why they didn't kind of promote that more i would think that it could do nothing but help
0: mm-hmm. but-, but yeah like i think yeah they they just really banked on the fact that this is a pixar movie coming out on disney plus brand new mm-hmm. and people were like hell yeah i want to see that <laughs> like with like, no questions asked i'm there. totally
1: yeah it was great
0: yeah like um it was beautifully animated um and oh my goodness, uh, I forget—I always forget her name. Um, but the woman from who's consistently in a lot of Takahashi movies, Rachel House. Yes. Yes. Um, she, uh,
1: yeah, I looked it up too because I, as soon as you hear that voice, you're like, I know who
0: that is. Like it's a very distinct voice, and mm-hmm. I just love stories of people who, like you know, in like their their late 40s, like you know, break huge, and like I just want to see her in more things. She is so I funny.
1: Know. She's hilarious and. I don't she I wish Taika ytt would just make her the lead in a film. It's gonna happen, um, I think. <laughs> I just needed to. Like in she in um Thor Ragnarok, she's hilarious. She's so great in everything that she pops up in.
0: hmm And like I yeah, think. I think like she just keeps getting like, you know, bigger and bigger stuff. I feel like, you know, Taika YTT wasn't even attached to this unless she was casting it. It's just like it's only builds better things for her in the future, and like I'm just uh, whenever I see her on screen, I'm just like, yes, she's here. It's gonna be really funny. Me too. She always <laughs> steals
1: the show because she's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, other also huge names in this like David Diggs,
0: mm-hmm. Felicia
1: Rashad, Questlove, Angela Bassett, Graham Norton. Um, like these are big people. Like, why aren't you splattering their names all over the posters?
0: Yeah, well, like they, they were really subdued, I think, and like you just they really banked on the quality of the movie and not so much who's attached to it. Totally. And I think sometimes animated films get to slide on that like "Mm, it's not that great but like look who's in it though.
1: Right, right, right.
0: But they really just I think were able to go on the strength of the work as opposed to like who's attached to it which I like.
1: Me too. It was great.
0: Um, Other things that I have seen I uh, got to see Hustlers uh, about a week or two ago. Starring uh, Jennifer Lopez, Constance Wu, and um, ex-wife uh, Julia Stiles. Um, very, very happy to see her. Um, I've always ex-wife Julia, yes, Styles. ex-wife Julia Stiles. I, I've always said to myself, like, you know, man, she looks like she'd be a great ex-wife. Like, you know, you just get along really well <laughs> with her. Like, you know, like, ah, yeah, things just didn't work out. Like, but you know, we have a lot of respect for each other. You know, uh, like, no kids. You know, thank God. But don't tell her I said that. You know, but it uh, <laughs> it just didn't work out you know just different parts of just different points in life
1: i did not know she was even in this movie
0: she yes um so the premise of the movie is that it's <clears throat> kind of like a a, a reporter do, an investigative reporter doing a story on like you know uh women that took advantage of men uh financial uh, individuals like during the the financial crisis of like 2008 uh okay. who stole from them essentially and exploited them and took their money, essentially uh, robbing them.
1: Is it bad that my first reaction is boo hoo?
0: (laughs) Then that's kind of what the movie is telling you the entire time, like boo hoo, screw these guys. I think they survived. Um, But the the presentation of the movie is very much like Goodfellas. Like the entire time, I feel like I'm watching someone do their best Martin Scorsese impression, uh, Mm. which like to some degree takes away from it. It feels like you could use your own style to like tell the story. Yeah. But in many ways it just felt like, nah, nah, you gotta do it like Goodfellas. Like, you know, these guys, they're they're these women are like the, the quote unquote bad guys, but like they had a reason behind what they were doing, sort of. Um it, what's weird though is like so much of the advertising for the movie when it came out was like jail and she does look amazing
2: mm-hmm.
0: um but like it just felt very much like and also Constance was is, is in this and like it just felt like <laughs> oh yeah i forgot she was in this movie i thought that was like very and there was so much emphasis like oh my god like cardi b is in this and lizzo's in this they were there for a collective five minutes mm-hmm. like <laughs> for the screen yeah. time and like i felt like Constance we got really buried <laughs> on this one um regardless i think you know uh, they did a good job. um Constance Wu and jlo, like, you know, they were very enjoyable. Um, I
1: wonder if that was because there was that controversy with Constance Wu so they were like, ooh, let's just kind of barely mention her
0: potentially <laughs> she was she was really, you know, crapping on the the show that she was her on at show the time. yeah uh, you know, uh, fresh off the boat. Um, and there were there was a lot of like after buzz on this, like Lo needs to be nominated for an Oscar like let's calm down what she, she was okay in this movie <laughs> she, she just
1: appeared like i feel like people just like her a lot so it's just like oh she's in a movie here we go
0: <laughs> yeah like i like j-lo too but like she was just doing her job in this movie she didn't listen i watch yet.
1: made in manhattan any day i enjoy <laughs> it but oscar worthy maybe not
0: yeah um it, the movie manages to be consistently like funny throughout while some like you know cool. dark things are happening hmm. um Overall, I think it's like a pretty strong cast, um, and yeah, like they they are they capture the essence of two thousand seven, two thousand eight, very well. <laughs> um, like from the music to the clothes to like you know um, the celebrities that appear in it. Um, you know, a fun cameo appearance by Usher It's like yeah. I saw Usher that was Ooh, the man yeah. in two thousand eight, wasn't he? Um, uh, Jason, I would argue that he still is. <laughs> It's a fair argument, a fair argument. I'm not going to deny that. I'm not going to deny that. He is smooth. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was enjoyable to watch it. I'm glad I saw it. Um, not that I was putting it off, but I just didn't mm. know where to find it. And I saw it one day on uh, Amazon Prime. I'm like, oh, it's available. Oh. I'll watch it. And it was, it okay. was worth your time. Nice. Yeah.
1: Um, so I watched the Mulan movie.
0: <laughs> oh. Okay, now available for free on Disney Plus. Um, yes. No longer with a $25 price Yo. tag on it. $30, $30,
1: 30 Jason. Oh do you, you know go. how f- how furious I would have been if I paid $30 to see this movie?
0: <laughs> Pretty goddamn mad. That's extortion. Like, you're stuck at home. You got nowhere else to go. Might as well pay $30. Or are you going to do not show this to your kids? Your kids that you want to escape from for two hours? <laughs>
1: um it was unremarkable that
0: sounds about right (laughs) it's just kind of
1: like yep i mean everyone who is in it it has nothing to do with the actors they were doing what they were being paid to do um the whole like i just don't know why any of these actors were okay with like Putting the witch in there because this witch character was not necessary.
0: Did it feel well? You say it's not necessary, so I was like, Oh, did it add to the no? It didn't, I guess. <laughs> like,
1: she has this like insanely weak redemption arc, and it's just someone to um, uh, kind of it's a light and dark thing in that Mulan is, um, you know, being held down by the patriarchy. And so she rebels in her way, which is by joining this. I mean, it's out of altruism to help her father, but um, her rebellion nonetheless supports this system that would happily keep her down. Mm -hmm. Um, whereas the witch lady was like, "Yo, fuck this system. They kept me down. So I'm going to help these bad guys to destroy it, Mm. which like fair, (laughs) kind of fair, but um, a
0: new dynamic that wasn't in the uh, original Disney film.
1: Yes. Which I, and I'm fine with that. I just wish it wasn't like this, this witch thing. It could (laughs) have just been, you know, it could have just been. I don't know some woman on the inside who's helping out the bad guys or something. It just with often there's so much like mysticism bullshit around Asian people and Asian cultures, so that's not helping us, I don't think, Jason. Yeah, uh, um, <laughs> uh, exactly. But um, it was it was fine. I really missed the music. That's
0: that's one thing i heard about this um this movie that it did not feature the original music like even playing in the background kind of it was just like stings of it sort of
1: just like light orchestral nods to it and stuff mm-hmm. I, it's impossible for me to watch this movie without comparing it to the animated version so if i i might feel differently about it if that didn't exist mm-hmm. i still wouldn't like the witch thing but um like the the animated version was just terribly charming with Eddie Murphy and like the songs and stuff. Um, so this I appreciated that they're going for a kind of a completely different vibe of like mm-hmm. we want to make like, it more serious and real and,
0: and honor the original fable and all that stuff.
1: Maybe the original fable had a witch.
0: Maybe
2: like, I, I don't know.
1: I don't think it was necessary (laughs) because uh, the animated version, the bad guy is terrifying.
0: He really is. (laughs)
1: He's basically like an evil Asian version of The Rock. He's huge and like and so if they could just have done that for this movie it would have been terrifying. Like I'm fine with that so
0: yeah. you know like i you know my stance that i feel like anyone's listening to this who's like, heard previous episodes knows my stance on these disney remakes i think they're all generally bad uh Same. D- devoid of style. they are
1: jason <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they like aren't. they're just essentially cash grabs yes. <laughs> like we're oh, ju-
1: 1000
0: like we're here not just for your money but also pay for your kids to see these movies too <laughs> Like you're now the age where you have children we're not gonna re-release the old stuff. We're making the same old stuff, but kinda new again. Like it's yeah, I don't know. I I no, I do know. I don't like these. <laughs> <laughs> the sad
1: thing is I bet you if they re release these in the animated versions in theaters, a lot of people would go to
0: see them. They're like great. they did with the Lion King. They yeah. re-released that in theaters like twice. And people were like, Yes, oh my <laughs> god. I'm gonna drink and go and see the Lion King. <laughs> like people are one thousand percent down for re releases of these films. Totally. But they'd rather spend two hundred million dollars to make a fresh billion yeah. off of like, you know these new movies um and i I wonder in this new land of movies and you know digital releases and how you have to and just the process of filming things in a world played by a pandemic if they're going to realize or if they're going to want to sink that amount of money into these remakes
1: Mm.
0: moving forward
1: when they can't make as much back yeah yeah
0: and you know it's disney They, they they trade in nostalgia but Come on, guys. Like, not, I don't know. It just feels like such a, a cop out and like a, a repeat of it your Feels of kind your of ass cynical.
2: Greatness. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, this is also, no kid's, n- no person's favorite version of the movie is the live action one. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> like, and if it is, like, it's a very small amount of people that feel that way.
1: <laughs> I'm not quite sure who this is for, to be honest, also, because. Uh... I don't know if it's a little bit much for kids because a lot of people die. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, this is not a, I mean, it is, but I don't mean for it to be a knock on the guy who plays the love interest in this movie, but like he's cute. But the guy in the animated version, if he were a real dude, he'd be super hot. (laughs) And it was not this fellow. I needed more from him. <laughs> I needed him to be more buff. I needed the hair. I needed
0: the voice needed... of Donny Osmond.
1: Listen, Donny kills it, okay? <laughs> you seduced me with your voice, Donnie. <laughs> oh, if you could only combine this with a handsome Asian man, woof! Swept off my feet. But so yeah, it was just not great. It wasn't it wasn't bad. It was just meh.
0: It's well, well made. Like, there's definitely money in it, but not to your liking. Yeah, understandable.
1: Yeah,
0: Yeah. well, yeah. What else you got? Oh, um, I finally sat down. uh, Paid him five dollars to watch uh, Tenant. Um, I. Oh, Jason, let's (laughs)
1: let's talk, Jason. Shall we?
0: (laughs) Have you recovered yet? uh you know i i got uninverted i'm moving back in time now oh good Um, good 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 are you breathing okay do you need uh, an apparatus don't need an apparatus you know i don't need to sit in like a tent on a ship as it moves backwards through time yeah um i gotta say i don't like this movie (laughs) (laughs) jason thank you nor did I. I think this is a situation of uh, the, the old fable, the emperor's new clothes, um, you know, mm-hmm. where everyone's that's like, oh, great, my yeah. God, the king is dressed so nicely. Meanwhile, his balls are out and everyone's seeing everything. <laughs> and I think that's what's happening here. It's like, dude, your butt's out. And I don't want to see your butt, Christopher Nolan. Like, you've done better than this. I think people are giving you a lot of credit off of past good deeds. I agree. <laughs> and they're really giving you a big pass on this one like this movie is very confusing it is obtuse this movie is obtuse and it is not very revelatory in like what it's trying to tell you
1: no and it thinks it is and it's that's not that's the annoying part it thinks it is so great like Christopher Nolan must have been doing yoga recently cuz he <laughs> bent over and like shoved his head up his own ass <laughs> it's just like look at me go and it's bad
0: like it legit gives up on trying to explain to you 25 minutes in where like a scientist is talking to john named washington and she's like uh don't really think about it just feel it
1: like (laughs) she literally says don't bother trying to understand this and you're just like oh so do i as an audience member also not need to understand this jokes on me yes you do and and it's not understandable
0: and I don't think that's reading too much into that line. That is one hundred percent what they're telling the viewer. Like, yes, don't worry about it. Just experience it, man. Like, for Christopher Nolan, there's there's certain themes that are persistent in his movies. Like, time is mm-hmm. a huge thing for him and his team of people that make his movies. Like, it it matters a lot to them. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think they did it service in no. this in this movie, like. Um where where is this like you know in in oh god I guess I should explain what tenant is and I can't oh, do good it. Luck. I'm going to try. All right. So uh, <laughs> in a, in in a world it, it, we think our world is the world however the past is trying to destroy us because we've ruined the world in the future. So mm-hmm. the the future has sent back objects and has employed agents in the past to ensure our destruction. Because they don't believe in the grandfather paradox of time travel, where in which if you go back in time, you killed your if you killed your grandfather, you would cease to exist. They think, you know what? That's probably not true. So they enlist Kenneth Branagh, uh, who plays a generic Russian bad guy, mm-hmm. to essentially end the world in the past, therefore uh, preserving the future. Um, Jason,
1: that was... A beautifully poetic and succinct uh, summary of an unsummarizable <sighs> film. You have done the impossible. I have never been more proud of you.
0: Thank and you. And impressed. But there are parts that I can't explain it to you. I can't tell you no. why there's reverse fight fuckery. I can't tell you why people are <laughs> going backwards at 80 miles per hour on a highway. Um, I, I just don't know. Like <laughs> Why...
1: In this world, because of entropy, you can't breathe the air because it's being sucked out of your lungs. That's but a also, dumb rule. <laughs> the rest of the world is also it's fine though. Like by there, it's they make up rules and then they immediately break them. So you're just like, wait. So then, what am I? Oh, you can't move. Keep moving these goalposts. It doesn't make any sense. It's
0: a lot of goalposts moving sometimes, and like, and and there's so much wrong with like just the writing and explanation of the things that happen in this movie when i think of inception which is complicated however they make sure to spend an hour telling you this is how it works Mm -hmm. and they don't go too deep into the process of how it works they're just saying this is how time works this is the flow of time these are the levels of dreams like we're this is the line and we're going to like hold our finger on the line as you read this sentence the entire time and that's fine. Like, I had no problem watching Inception. I feel Same. most people don't have a problem watching Inception. Same. If you like Inception, you're not going to like
1: this. <laughs> it, if you like Inception, you appreciate logic and reason. And that is not what Tenet gives
0: you. <laughs> that is true. Like, Inception is methodical in in its, mm-hmm. in its storytelling. This isn't mine at all. Like, and... and that's not to discredit the uh, the actors that are in it. No, they're all great. They're all great. Like John David Washington is a lot of fun. Uh, that. He's super cool in this. Um, mm-hmm. Robert Pattinson's great. And I like their chemistry together. I agree. Um, and uh, super tall, uh, Elizabeth Debicki. Um, she's really good in it. And I don't see her in a bunch of things. Like I've nope. only seen her in uh, uh, Gardens of the, the Galaxy is what I remember the most of so the second one. Um, To me, she's, like, a tall um, Rosamund Pike is what she reminds me of.
1: (laughs) Yes. She's very classy and kind of elegant looking. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. And Kenneth Branagh was just hammering it up with his, like, Russian accent. I was like,
1: could we have gotten someone else? Anyone else? I don't
0: mind him. I think he's a good actor. I think he's a great actor. Uh, But, like, this just felt like, dude, why are you phoning this in? Like, this feels so obvious. It didn't. I
1: feel like he just didn't jive with the rest of that cast.
0: Mm.
1: (laughs) Maybe he just realized what it was and was like, I'm not taking this seriously. (laughs) (laughs) But like when I watched this, when I finished watching this movie, all I could think was J.D. Washington being like, dad, I did this movie. I want you to come see it. I'm so proud of it. (laughs) And then Denzel goes in (laughs) to their private theater. He sits down and watches it. The lights come back on and he's just like it perhaps the greatest acting of his career is him turning to john david and be like yes that totally made sense and i'm very proud
2: of this movie for you
1: (laughs) that'd be one of those things where you like you turn to him and you'd be like you were fantastic
2: (laughs) you know like
1: it's still a compliment but we're going to deflect from the fact that this thing was ridiculous it's a sh- it they took a turd and they dipped it in gold and were like, here you go, here's mm-hmm. gold. You're like, ah, no, you just made it shiny. <laughs> it's
0: still a turd, guys. <laughs> it's a beautiful, expensive turd. I, I am a big uh well I don't well, I like most people are big Denzel Washington fans. Of course. And he has this thing, uh like he's he's been very uh, through his career, very um selective and very methodical in the things that he's chosen and the projects mm. he's attached himself to and is a, a quote that he, he has or like so not even a quote but like a saying that he has like you know the first three movies of an actor's career can really uh define you know your career moving yeah. forward and this is uh this is, this is this is number two david uh john <laughs> uh, john david and it's not your fault. You were excellent in this. And this is a, yes. a, a widely seen movie. This will do wonders to his career. Oh, yeah. But I want number three to be really, really good. Number one what was Black Klansman? Fantastic. Uh,
1: he was good in Black Klansman. I do not think that movie was very good.
0: I like the movie, but damn, there are parts of that that movie that are missing. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, we, exactly. We,
0: there are parts that we just need. Who to Who is like,
1: that character? <laughs>
0: yeah, I know nothing about you. No, like, and yeah, Fantastic is maybe too high praise of Black Clansman. I really liked it, but there are parts of that movie that are missing. Yeah, <laughs> like I need to know more about the man that chooses to take on this mission for like the Denver Police Department. Like, <laughs> why? Why are you doing this? <laughs> um, well, you're going to have
1: to watch Malcolm and Marie and see how number three is.
0: <laughs> to be determined. I don't know what that's about. Uh, so that's uh, the first time hearing about it. And we, we oh, really? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know much, nothing about it.
1: Oh, it's black and white. It's him and Zendaya. Um, uh, it's, I think it's just the two of them. Um, mm. It was done all during lockdown. And um, It's about their relationship.
0: I just feel as in Day is too damn young for him. I don't trust in this relationship at all.
1: I saw a headline about that and how people are not super into the age difference, but Mm. I haven't seen it, so I have no opinion. But from the get-go, I had the scrunched-up face that you were making, I think was also my scrunched-up face. Like, (laughs) "Mm." I don't think so, Zendaya. You're like, you're with my guy Tom Holland. These are two very different men. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. like I don't know. I and she's playing like a, a high schooler in like a uh, what's the thing? Uh, Euphoria? Euphoria. Yeah. Oh, no. And it's oh, just no. like uh, ages feel very all over the place in this.
1: I don't want them to do to her what they did to Jennifer Lawrence in that. Like they see this very talented young woman, and oh, so they just shove her into that. roles that are way too old for her that don't make any sense Mm-mm. we
0: have so p- women who are appropriate age who are ready and willing to do these jobs
1: 100 percent.
0: don't give them all to one person who's i'm right here
1: <laughs> jd i would have acted with you it would have been great
0: uh, but that 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 was, I guess, my, my my ending of my feelings on tenet I don't think it's good. I think people are wrong <laughs> for praising it in the way that they are, and I really hope I for better from Christopher Nolan next time around.
1: Same, 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 Jason. <laughs> I hear you.
0: To be clear on how I feel,
1: <laughs> um. So I flip it around Netflix and I saw that there was a season two of Camp Cretaceous, and I gasped out of (laughs) excitement. (laughs) And then I watched the entire thing that night. I (laughs) stayed up too late watching it. I was very tired the next day. (laughs) Because it's like I think like eight or ten episodes are short, but like I couldn't stop, Jason. I just needed to know what was going to (laughs) happen. Spoiler alert, end of season two. They're still on this goddamn island, Jason. (laughs) (laughs) um
0: have they added new characters are there like new dinosaurs like what's what is the overall goal for the characters in season two getting off the island or yes the
1: goal is always getting off this island (laughs) (laughs) um so basically it's i enjoyed it more than the first season because there's no more uh having to like set up characters we they just assume that you watch the first season. So you're just going into the second season. and Here we go.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, they're all annoying at some point, but it's fine. Um, there are a couple of new characters um, and they're starting to, they set up like a new kind of mystery. Um, and one of the dinosaurs one of the characters you assume if you're a child, so you don't have a really a brain that's working that this child is dead, but of course he's not. Okay. I know
0: it's a, it's a dark. Like it doesn't seem that kind of show where like a character would even die much less like, you know, have to worry about that.
1: You see him get like, uh, torn away by like pterodactyl things. And he like falls from this train but of course, he's alive. Uh, and he has a little, there's new dinosaurs, and his dinosaur that was a little baby grows up. And it's all big and it's helping them, and it's great. How long is a baby been <laughs> on this island for? Not long enough for a baby Ankylosaurus to become a full grown adult
0: Ankylosaurus. Hard to say. <laughs> well, we At spent this... three years in Jurassic Park.
1: <laughs> they all have beards. Um, <laughs> no, it's probably like a couple months. Okay. Maybe like two months or something. But they also set up this hilarious treehouse that no group of children could ever make. It's ridiculous, but it has dinosaurs and it's fun, and I enjoyed it.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: Me and all my, me and a bunch of eight year olds are really, really into this show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, gosh. What else you um, got? What else did I watch? Oh, um, ah! I saw a movie from uh, 2011 that I had always wanted to see off the recommendation of a friend, um, but it just was never on anything. Like it wasn't. I just never saw it pop up on streaming on any kind of service whatsoever. But it finally popped up on like uh, on Amazon, mm-hmm. um, and I watched I watched Source Code, um, uh, starring Jake Gyllenhaal um, and uh, Vera Farmiga and Jeffrey Wright. Mm-hmm. And, oh, that's a good cast. Yeah, and uh Michelle Moynihan, it's it's a stat cast. But the the basic premise of the movie is a, a soldier uh keeps reliving uh, an eight minute increment on a train where he is oh, tasked God. with uh finding a terrorist who blows up the train. Okay. Uh, and Jake Jalen Hall plays that uh that soldier. Okay. Um and every eight minutes like the train blows up and he gets thrown back to the start. And like, he has to try to figure it all out again.
1: Yes. Okay. I remember this. All right. Yep.
0: Yeah. It's directed by uh Duncan Jones. um, the same guy that directed moon. Uh, it's a uh, David Bowie son. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. It, it's, it's very enjoyable. It feels like a really long twilight zone episode or like Outer limits episode or something like that. Um, it is super 2011, which is like <laughs> a weird thing to say. It's like, oh, Vera Farmiga's in this. Like, she's not in that much stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Jeffrey right before he became like you know super huge. Kind of like it was. Uh, it was interesting to see these people in these in these in these roles. The comedian Russell Peters uh, plays the comedian Russell Peters. I think really. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's one of the passengers on the train. Um,
1: no, his character's name is Max Denhoff.
0: I know, but it, he's playing oh. a comedian. He's like oh, he's going just to himself. I see
1: what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> I thought he was actually playing himself. I gotcha. No.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's uh it's well done. And as a time travel movie, you'll have way more fun with this than Tenet. It's uh, <laughs> is how I feel. Um yeah, there's some twists and turns in there, but uh, I wouldn't want to give them away. I think it's uh, it's worth uh, seeking out this movie and finding it. It was a little bit of a hidden gem. I was like, oh man, like you know what, that was really satisfying. Like I don't know if I'd ever watch it again, but like for a one time watch, like that was that was nice. I like I like the taste of that movie. I think I've seen this movie
1: because <laughs> <laughs> I think I remember part of it. I will confirm with you after this so as not to spoil anything, but okay. I I think I saw this movie.
0: Okay. Um yeah. What what else what else have you been watching?
1: <laughs> I randomly watched The Two Popes. <laughs> the Two Popes. <laughs> I don't know why, Jason. So, The Two Popes, um it was actually up for many Oscars at the last Oscars.
0: The two popes. I was confusing this. Like, this is the young Pope, a Jude Law.
1: I know. Other Pope
0: stuff that came out last year. Yes.
1: It's with Anthony Hopkins and Jonathan Price. Um, And so, Anthony Hopkins plays Pope Benedict, who. Oh, good call. Sure. (laughs) Um, You could have told me any number. I'd been like, great. (laughs) Um, Who. Um he was very conservative and old school Pope. Mm-hmm. Um, and um Pope Francis, who is the current Pope, who's much more kind of progressive and liberal, mm-hmm. um, and is really changing, I mean, his proclamations of whatnot have really shaken up Catholicism. <laughs> <laughs> um so it's, I mean, it's not, um, it would, you could kind of call it like historical fiction in that it's based, there are absolutely um, like milestones that they hit that have happened, um, but their, their actual personal relationship I think is, um, I know <laughs> it has to be a very fictionalized and much more romanticized. Um, then I'm sure what it actually was. Um, but basically, uh, it's, about the rise and then the retirement, if you will, of, uh, Pope Benedict and how in this telling of this story, um, he, kind of gets uh jonathan price character as pope francis to take over um to be the next pope because of the scandal basically benedict sees the writing on the wall with um everything that happened with um oh. the pedophile priests in the catholic church uh-huh. and so he's like nobody likes me <laughs> How interesting. Uh, uh i um I My time is up, so let's get this new guy in here. I don't like him. We feel differently about everything, but he's what the world wants right now. So here we go. Um, and it goes into the background of Pope Francis, which is also not um, squeaky clean. It was interesting. I didn't know about that. Um, it was really just kind of these two very talented actors being great with each other Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and so if you just want want to watch a character study really it's kind of great for that basically
0: i i'm super curious about the level of i guess like fictionalization to like you know and research like that was done like you know biographically on the two characters and the two Mm. popes um versus like you know what they added in there to spice things up Mm. because yeah I I, it would make total sense that Benedict retires due to like you know the scandalization and like that Mm -hmm. weighing very heavily on him Mm -hmm. um but then like you know I've also heard things like like oh he was like you know older and he wasn't doing well health-wise like mentally so it's like I should step down like is also like you know what I've heard insofar as his retirement
1: yeah, there's a lot of speculation around everything to do with him. Um, so, I mean, all of the, like, the events and stuff are I think are correct. It's it's a very sympathetic portrayal mm-hmm. of both of them. Okay. Even though Pope Benedict, obviously, if you're a liberal person, you're not really feeling him, but. Um, it's a yeah, it's a very sympathetic look at both of them and the kind of friendship that they formed despite being um, kind of an odd couple in terms of their outlook on the world mm-hmm. and their religion. It's interesting, it was enjoyable. Um, yeah huh. i can I can see now though I <laughs> ridiculed it at the time, I could see why they were nominated for. Uh, awards. Okay. I, 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 okay.
0: Because yeah, it just seemed like this is absolute Oscar bait made to like you know win an Oscar with like two seasoned ass actors.
1: One hundred percent is. Jason. <laughs> Jonathan Price is nonetheless one of the most charming people. He's so charming in this film, you just want him to adopt you. Um, but yeah, it's Oscar baity. But I'm sure it was enjoyable. It's. Two old men walking around in robes. I'm sure that was pretty comfy.
0: In like pretty gardens. I'm sure. Yeah.
1: Oh, beautiful. Yeah. So, I would have yeah. taken that job too. <laughs> I get it.
0: Like, yeah, okay. I mean, it's in. It's on Netflix, correct or not? Anymore? Uh, yes. It's on okay. Netflix. All right. I. I. You know what? Let me fuck up my algorithm a little bit. Let me. Let me dip my toe. and Check this
2: out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um another thing i checked out um that is (laughs) it's this is absolutely within my goddamn algorithm uh attack on Mm -hmm. titan i'm i'm continuing uh, the the final season Mm
2: -hmm.
0: oh my god it's so good it's (laughs) it's giving me all the things all the things i want like you're managing to like layer on more mysteries but like Mm. we're where we have a very tight season like we're only we're only 16 episodes for oh, this season okay. at most I think and we're on like episode 8 or something like that or like mm-hmm. 7 it's like we don't have much left, much road left guys like what are they are we hour long do? hell no it's like 23 oh. minutes <laughs> oh boy <laughs> we have a very uh short runway and i'm very excited to see what the hell happens like um it is they they are tugging at heartstrings. They are killing off characters. They are oh, no. like we not not we don't care, but like there are stakes. There are real stakes. There are real stakes. Like, not that there yeah. weren't before. It it always felt like a little Walking right. daddy where like any totally. character can really die, and mm-hmm. now you know more than ever. It's like we meant what we said when any character can die. Oof. Like we're not fucking around kids it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is it is a well-told well-layered story um and you know i i i enjoy the fact that it, it feels like you know very yae at points but at very time mm-hmm. at other times it felt like no this feels also very adult and very like you know complex as well um yeah i'm i'm just really loving this season um you know, the whole thing's on hulu uh start oh, nice. to finish. Um so it's it's very accessible, it's very enjoyable, um very bingeable too. Um so yeah if anyone out there is you know curious about like I want something that's like you know not relatively lengthy but also like you know a consistent quality throughout it's just something you should get yourself into.
1: So I tried to watch it mm-hmm. couldn't do it.
0: Fair I mean uh, hey uh, like, you
1: know what it was Jason Characters in anime—they scream at each other a lot. It's a lot of I, yelling. I can't stand it. It's a yelly medium. It is, and <sighs> like, it, like it should. What should be a very normal conversation between, like, a child and like their, their mom or dad.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and the mom's just like, "Hey, go wash up." And the kid will be like, "I don't want to." Instead, it will be like, "I don't want to." And there's like, screamy lines. You're just mm-hmm. like. I need you all to relax. Calm
0: the fuck.
1: Save the screams for when these mo- giant motherfuckers come to eat you. I don't know why you're screaming now. So I couldn't do it. But one day when I see you in person, I need to just take an hour so you can just do the fantastic. The, what I one of the things I love the most in the world, which is when you tell me an entire show or movie because I can picture it in my head. And it's great.
0: Oh, there's so And then much. I don't
1: actually have to watch it.
0: Oh, there are secret families. There are coups. There are oh, uh, I love it. prison experiments. There's so much oh, happening. Oh, my
1: God. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait to hear J- the Jason Simmons version <laughs> of Attack on Titan.
0: What What else have you up been watching?
1: Um, I... You know, 20 years later, or however long it's been, I finally watched uh, Kill Bill Volumes 1 and 2. Oh,
0: wow. I thought you had seen these things a long time ago. Nope. Um,
1: I remember when it came out, and I think we were still, I mean, maybe we were like young teenagers or something. 14 Um, and 15, yeah. Okay, so I totally could have seen it. I just was too scared. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember... uh, Tarantino at the time everyone was just like it's so violent blah 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 and people lost their shit a little bit so I was like I don't they just criticized him much more like it's hilarious how much they criticized him for this stuff when now it there's just blood and gore in every single thing and it's ridiculous mm-hmm. but um, so I finally watched it I think I'm just slowly trying to make my way through his um, oeuvre because uh, it's taken me so long um, but I enjoyed them. I pretty much watched them back to back, which was nice. Um, and Uma Thurman is just so dang pretty. And she mm. was, uh, I feel like she still, I don't know how old she was when she made these, but she still kind of has like baby fat a little bit on her face. It's <laughs> just like, oh, look you at you sweet Uma. Um, and Lucy Liu looks amazing. And, um, it was fun and surprising. And, um, uh, was it v- Vivica A. Fox?
0: Yes, as Vernita Green.
1: Yes. When she, oh, my favorite part of all these <laughs> of both films, was when she's like, "Listen, I gotta make my daughter some cereal," and Uma mm. Thurman's like, "Fucking fine." And then there's a gun in the cereal, and she takes the cereal box and shoots through the cereal box. I didn't see it coming, Jason, and it was so amazing. I lost my mind now. <laughs>
0: A fun thing about that scene, uh, the cereal box says kaboom on it. Um yes. and also that's a real cereal that I had as a child. Oh, Really? <laughs> yes. It's like a circus themed cereal. Like there are like cannons and like, you know, uh like elephants and lions and stuff in it. Like it
1: I totally thought they made it up for the movie and it was just nope. like, Oh, that's fun.
0: It's a real wow. ass cereal.
1: <laughs> I you know, I didn't see it coming and it just Yeah, I it because got the- me
0: like gives her whole plan like all right we'll just have a night fight all right yeah you me know the docks No, on the baseball field all right yeah <laughs> at like
1: 2 a.m nobody will be around but blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like i don't want to you know kill you or you know we don't want to i think they both kind of agreed like we don't want the little girl to see this
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you know we're at least not psycho enough to do that uh, and then it happens anyways and i was like that was fucking great Oh, like it was so. The
0: good. highly rumored, highly anticipated sequel is be based off of that moment, um, where in which uh, her daughter is coming after Uber Thurman.
1: Wait, they're making another one?
0: It's the the idea that they're not. That's not confirmed, but like, oh. they would like to. Fans are saying like this should be the 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 next entrance into this into the series.
1: I could see it, but also it's it was fine as it was. It was just really I thoroughly enjoyed them. Um, they were surprising and super fun. Um, and the whole like when they're in the Asian restaurant and she has to just go around and just kill all these uh, dudes, besuited oh, great.
0: assassins.
1: Yeah, it was. Uh, they were both really fun. I enjoyed them a lot. And also the guy. Uh, the guy who lives in the trailer who she has to kill.
0: Mm-hmm. David Garrity?
1: No. The white guy. Uh, uh, Michael Madsen? Yes. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Michael Madsen, he's in a couple of Tarantino films and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's he usually like a tough guy and whatever my experience with him is the same as my experience with Kenny Loggins in (laughs) that (laughs) they're both in this very niche category of kind of like tough guys or like dudes dudes that did something for children and my first experience with them was through the children's stuff the Kenny Loggins thing being the soundtrack to songs from Poop Corner or something, and then the first thing I saw Michael Matson in was Free Willy, and Holy he plays crap, the he dad. He is
0: the dad in Free Willy.
1: <laughs> and so, when I continue to see him in these movies as an adult, I'm just like, but, but, but he's the dad from Free Willy. Help save whales. <laughs> he was jesse's <laughs> foster father <laughs> and it really messes with my brain
0: takes a special man to raise a foster child
1: you know what it does <laughs> he, he did it um so kenny loggins and michael madsen in my brain are in a special category
0: i find it weird that you associate kenny loggins with being a badass like
1: <laughs> well, not a badass but like his stuff was not for children
0: I guess, but like, I don't know. I feel his music was very, very popular. He This is the guy that wrote the song of Footloose for the movie Footloose.
1: <laughs> Never seen it. <laughs> Listen, the Pooh Corner tape, let me tell you, very light and sweet and uh, sincere. So that's, it really has thrown me. But he did the song Highway to the Danger Zone thing, yeah, right?
0: he did. But also, like, wrote the music. He, he's very prolific in the, the music that he wrote. Um, okay. But Pook Corner is unexpected in his catalog, <laughs> for sure. For
1: some people, it is very expected, <laughs> i.e. me, because I listened to the shit out of the tape. I loved it.
0: <laughs> ah. Um, I will say to Michael Madsen in Kill Bill too. He's my favorite like character outside of Uma Thurman's character, the Bride. Mm. Like he is so sad and like just beaten and just like punishing himself, like by taking this really terrible job as a strip club b- bouncer. Oh God, yeah. And it's like he, when you see him like take shit from his boss, he's like, you know that like he's a world class assassin. He like, kill him mm-hmm. where he stands, but he's like, I'll take this because I did a horrible thing. And I need to pay for it. And like, there was Mm -hmm. something about that which I just really enjoyed um, seeing him go through. Um, And the scene I like the most from two, I think, is the very end when she's in that bathroom crying her eyes out, like after all the shit she went through. Like, that sits with me really fucking hard, like a lot in my life. Mm. And one time I left the job and I cried like she did, like, God Aww. damn it, it is over. Thank God. Oh,
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, she goes through it all. It's, um,
0: uh... Yeah, I, I really enjoy those movies. I'm very happy that you saw them and I'm yeah, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed them. Um, I did. Yeah. Yeah. I I to me those are two of his best movies. Totally. Um Another thing I watched, um, I'll talk about something terrible. I watched The Vanish starring uh, Anne H. And your favorite actor of all time, Thomas Jane. I knew it. (laughs) God damn it, Jason. Currently in the top 10 most watched movies in America on Netflix right now. Um, This is
1: what is wrong with this country. It is. You know what? You know what Joe Biden can't fix? This.
0: <laughs> ah! You can't account for taste, goddammit. Um that that explains the last four years we were in. <laughs> um Jesus Christ, this movie's horrible. What's um, it called again? The The Vanished. Oh boy, okay. Um written and directed by Peter Fascinelli, um, who you may know as uh, Yes. From from fucking I uh, can't hardly wait as oh, <laughs> the, I know him
1: from something else. As the
0: football player. <laughs> Mike I know Dexter. him
1: f- from Twilight. He's the vampire dad.
0: <laughs> he is the vampire dad in Twilight. He's also mm-hmm. in that. Um this isn't good. It has a horrible <laughs> twist. Everyone is bad in it. Um, oh. <laughs> and I am a Thomas Jane apologist you um, are until i die <laughs> i will be at his funeral all right and i will say <laughs> kind words
1: every year friends will come around i'll they'll be like oh i thought jason was supposed to be here i'll be like nope where's oh where's yet yeah, thomas jane's grave again <laughs> laying down new flowers <laughs> Oh, is he there with the Thomas Jane's family? No, they don't come around anymore. It's just
0: Jason. Oh. <laughs> I paid good money to have that grave of kept, all right, and to <laughs> take off the graffiti that they put on it, all right. Oh. <laughs> um, no, Jesus Christ, um, it's it's uh, it's not a good movie. Um, I fell asleep while watching it and woke up, and it was still on, <laughs> oh, and no. it was still bad. <laughs> um, and I missed nothing, mind you. Like me falling asleep for like twenty minutes took nothing away from the movie. <laughs> like, I went back and watched it again. Like, no, this is still. I missed nothing. That took nothing out of this. Um, the premise of this movie is a couple's in an RV, and they uh, stop at a, at a at a at a lake, and mm-hmm. they lose their daughter. And oh, you know, God. in the process of doing that, they wind up killing several people trying to get their daughter back but here's the twist so the okay yeah because i'm going to spoil this horrible movie for you because you shouldn't watch it and no one Uh should their daughter died 10 years ago they've been driving around in the rv and they have a shared delusion you see from the trauma of losing their daughter that sometimes they think that they lost their daughter again and they get what? the police involved and like you know they're searching for the daughter and meanwhile like you know they've killed th- up to three people at least thinking you know they're trying to get their daughter back
2: what
0: because they're off their meds and they're on a vacation driving around in their rv
1: that is the worst plot to a movie i've ever it's heard it's
0: horrible Horrible.
1: Had you seen this movie before or no?
0: No, this is a new okay. movie. This came on the year twenty twenty one. Like, oh what? Are you a kidding weeks me? Weeks ago on Netflix. This oh, is brand Jesus. new for you to enjoy or discuss. I thought this
1: was from like two thousand and ten. Hell no.
0: This is this is a hung union N H and oh
1: gross. <laughs> like, that, don't ever say those words to me ever again. They How were both dare the you? Leads
0: on that Oh, wash your mouth out with soap. (laughs) As someone who watched and enjoyed all of Hung, um, I won't. (laughs) I'm a Hung apologist, too. A Hung reunion.
1: (laughs) I need to go bathe now. Thanks Uh, a lot.
0: But it's a trash movie, and no one should watch it, and you're going to feel bad if you watch it, like me. Did you know what it was about going into it or no? No! It, I just
1: thought it was like, okay, like... You're just watching your guy,
0: TJ, supporting his work. TJ, do his thing, you know? And, like, I'm just I'm like, okay, like, you know, a little murder mystery. How interesting. And it, it wasn't. <laughs> they had to add so many extras. By adding one extra, it was terrible. Oh, boy. Okay.
1: Um, I watched something that I enjoyed... Um, not to brag or anything, but, um, I watched Train to Busan Presents, colon, Peninsula.
0: How is that? I felt like that didn't get the fanfare deserved on Netflix. It didn't.
1: I just, I had seen
0: a trailer for it ages
1: ago, and then I happened to stumble upon it, um, because I think Netflix finally kind of realizes that I'm Asian, and they're like, oh, (laughs) She might like more of those Asian stuff, um, so it's kind of a combo of Mad Max, World War Z, with a a little bit of Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift.
0: <laughs> These are all things I love. Um, World War Z I like a lot, but
1: you
2: know,
0: you get it.
1: It's is it great? No, it's certainly no Train to Busan. Um, It's uh, There Obviously was a zombie apocalypse Um, Some people got out Some people did not And so there is This truck Um, Some people escaped China And now they want to go Back to the island To uh, Korea to get this um, Truck full of Cash
2: Hmm.
1: Um, and wouldn't you know it, Jason, things don't go as planned. Um, it is a very dark movie, just, like, physically, like, color-wise, it is very dark.
2: A lot of blues,
0: um, if I imagine.
1: A lot of blues and blacks. Um, it is, uh, how many years after? I think at least, like, four years after, hey. uh, the original zombie apocalypse. Um, The lead guy is very handsome. That was, I was in it. As soon as I saw that face, I was like, here we go. (laughs) Uh, um, And there's a society of psychopaths um, and also this family that he ends up trying to help um, with some two very cute little girls. Um, One little girl, one like teenager and her driving is awesome. Uh, okay. And that's where it becomes Tokyo Drift-esque. And, like, she does some kind of clever stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's If you're looking for a zombie movie, it's great.
2: If I'm or, looking... You know what?
1: It's not a zombie movie, really. It's more of just... You know... Is it the zombies were are afraid of Jason? Or is it the humans? It's the <laughs> humans. Um, so... Um, It's just kind of a, you know, fun, dark action movie that you've seen before, but is generally fine. Okay, if you're looking for a
0: a continuation of uh, Train to Busan, would this satisfy?
1: I haven't seen Train to Busan in a while. Um, I think they're very different. Um, But if you're looking for a fun action movie... Okay, go for it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. And I you, enjoy those things. So,
0: would you say what what Train to Busan had in in Spades uh, mm-hmm. was characters? It had very enjoyable characters. Do you think this also has that, or not as much? Really,
1: <sighs> not as much. And Train to Busan, like I like movies like that. Like, it keeps moving. You're going from place to place. This one. Not as much. Um, I think it's a typical, you know, sophomore slump a little bit. Mm
0: -hmm. But again,
1: I enjoyed it. It was what I wanted it to be. Um, the The chase scenes with the cars are really great and fun. I would recommend it, actually.
0: Okay, okay. I I will I will dip into it. I would um, like to
1: know your opinion on
0: it. I, I really yeah, I was looking forward to that. I didn't know I had not no idea it came out.
1: Yeah, me neither.
0: Um, what is another thing that I've watched? Oh, um Yeah, I'll i end on something that was super mediocre. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> the last thing that I I, I I watched um worth talking about was uh Friendsgiving, um, starring uh Kat Dennings and uh Gosh, why the hell can't I remember? What the hell is her name? Um, oh, Malin Ackerman. Yeah. Kat Denny's and Malin Ackerman, who are two friends who normally spend uh, Thanksgiving's together. However, they're, like, invited way more people than necessary. And wacky hijinks ensue. Um, Dion Cole's in it. Aisha Tyler's in it. Um, yeah, it's it's fine. But uh, it's it's nothing, I would say, to write home about. You know what? I want to stop talking about this movie. Let me tell you about something that I enjoyed... <laughs> That yes, I ate that was horrible. Um, uh, uh, okay, Bloodshot, starring Vin Diesel. <laughs> there we go.
1: There we go. We're back on track. Here we go. This
0: movie's bad, but <laughs> I liked watching it. Um, yeah, basically, this movie Vin Diesel is Vin Diesel's soldier that dies, um, and he is revived by this medical biotechnology corporation who uh, you know wants to enhance soldiers essentially, um, and you know they've told him that. The, the, the person that killed his wife is in this, you know, is essentially this leader of this, uh, this terrorist organization, and they've uh, sent Vin Diesel after him to kill him. Uh, and Vin Diesel, you know, blows this dude's head off, played by Toby Kebbell. <coughs> um, oh, okay. Um, and comes to find out, wait a minute. They've been playing me the whole time.
1: Oh, no. Didn't this see that coming. This is the first
0: time they did this to me. So they've been altering his memories, making him think that he's killing, you know, his wife's killer over and over again. When in reality, he is just offing, you know, um, people that have inside secrets on the company. Gotcha. Um, who revives him? None other than my man Winston from New Girl, Lamorne Morris. No way! With a horrible British accent. I don't know why they made him talk in a British accent. Oh, no. I I love that Lamorne Morris is, like, you know, getting uh, more and more things to be in. He is so great. Um, Yo, you know he was stoked to be able to work with Vin Diesel. Oh, absolutely. He's part of the family now. Yeah. (laughs) But, um... And not that he was bad, but it's just weird hearing him talk with a a put upon British accent. Like it's totally. just odd. This very heavy cockney accent. Um but that being said, uh this movie's not great. Um <laughs> the action sequences are quite good. Oh, okay. um, the fight scenes are are well done. And you can see like they put money into this movie. But this no one needed to go to a theater to see this. Um <laughs> like it was shot pretty much entirely in Prague which I feel like Vin Diesel owns property over there or like every time he's in a movie in Prague like he gets like money or something like that I don't know but uh
1: he has a lot of Airbnbs over there so he just makes the cast and crew stand those to make money (laughs) (laughs) they're just under a shell company name (laughs) I'm
0: sure he's responsible for like 20% of like the Czech Republic's uh, GDP or something like that (laughs) like he is always filming movies over there um but yeah, I mean, it's it's a good bad thing to check out. And what streaming service is it on? You ask? None other than Stars, baby. Oh, um, You know, right yeah. where it belongs. So, <laughs> if you got Stars, <laughs> you want to head right over there and check out some Bloodshot right now.
1: That's hilarious. <laughs> um, uh, I will say two things that I rewatched um, real quick: Alien and hmm. Mad Max: Fury Road. Both of them, so goddamn good. Alien is such a work of art;
2: mm. it's
1: so amazing. Um, and I, I feel like I finally really appreciated it. Um, and then Mad Max Fury Road is just super fun, uh, and it looks great. And I love Charlize Theron's character in it. Tom Hardy, per usual, says about four lines. Uh, but is generally incredibly handsome and (laughs) physically capable of doing a lot of strongman things, and it's great. Um, And then the last real thing, uh, I watched The Little Things circling Mm -hmm. back to The Washington Family um, on HBO Max. It's uh, with Denzel Washington, Uh, Jared Leto, and Robbie Malik.
0: I did not get to finish it, but I'm very engaged in it. Okay. Um, yes.
1: Uh I enjoyed it. It have If you've seen a detective thing, have you seen this movie already? Yes. But the performances are still great and some things may surprise you.
0: Actually like what I was surprised by like about 10 or 15 minutes into the movie I had to ask myself, "Wait, is this the 90s? Like is this 1992?" <laughs> <laughs> Like, there's just a point where it's like, that car looks super old for some reason. That car is also old. Why are these cars old? And then you realize, like, oh, we're in the 90s. Mm -hmm. Cool.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to say too much. There was one thing that surprised me. So that was fun and unexpected. I'll
0: Um, I'll tell you what did not surprise me. Like, when... (laughs) When, this is, when you first see Jared Leto's face, yep. it's like, oh, well, I know what you're about yep. <laughs> in this
1: movie. 100%. <laughs> the thing that stinks is, if I didn't know... If this was, like, the first thing he was ever in, and you hadn't seen him overact with other characters, you'd be like, oh, this is really fantastic. Mm-hmm. But because he's always a weirdo... And he always kind of overacts. You're just like, oh, this is what you do all the time.
0: (laughs) This is who you are, isn't it?
1: Yeah, kind of. Um, He's still great in it. I, you know. um, But I feel like half the acting is just putting in brown contacts and (laughs) making his hair greasy looking. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of just like that alone is creepy. Um, But... um, anything else about that um it's good at building tension um it's a
0: hugely stacked cast rami malik washington uh what's his face uh Leto. like they're you're hidden for oscars here like that's what it feels like
1: yeah um i mean honestly i don't think rami malik is given much to do Hmm. i feel like it's a little bit of a waste of his talent um And they definitely don't give a shit about the victims. They're just (laughs) analyzing men. This Mm. is a a film in which women are murdered. And it's all about the men. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, great, guys. (laughs) We know nothing about these victims. Mm. Excellent. Um, But I wanted a detective thing. And it was a detective thing. So I still enjoyed it. Okay so I'd like, I, I'm excited to hear your thoughts
0: I will certainly finish it our next time cool
1: session. nice uh, well, yeah
0: I mean that's that's all I got I got nothing else
1: uh, that's pretty much it for me um I we also never said like if the audio for this isn't super crisp and clear it's just because uh, we're doing this over the internet
0: uh you know zoom's weird and these are weird times yep sorry um, <laughs>
1: Totally fine. Um, Thank you so much for listening. I will continue to update, slowly but surely, update the Instagram um, at R Podcast. Anything else, Jason? Uh,
0: Not much. I mean, you know, uh, enjoy what you're watching. Uh, Godzilla vs. Kong is coming out, so that's something to look forward (gasps) to. I'm so excited, Jason! (laughs) I haven't
1: even watched the trailer because I just don't want to know.
0: I have not watched the trailer either. I know nothing at all um
1: i I, the only thing i looked at was the cast and i was
0: like okay i want to see no people i want 40 minutes of fight the only person i want is ken watanabe to come back from the dead and just say let them fight
2: that's (laughs) it
1: you know what yes i would the credits should come up it should be Focusing on him saying that, and then the rest of the movie is just them fighting. <laughs> That's all I want.
0: <laughs> and then when they've when they're done, he just comes back to say they have fought, and that is it. the end.
1: <laughs> uh, done. Yeah, I agree. We'll find out. I think it comes out mid March or something.
0: Uh, yeah, very relatively soon. Relatively soon.
1: Oh, I can't wait
0: but uh but yeah y'all thanks for listening um yeah listen to us on you know the listening platforms spotify stature itunes whatever you got we're there but thanks and we'll see you next time bye